0: I'm going to give you the whole load today. Interview with Dick Pound, who is the longest standing member. He makes a fist <sighs> around the nuts. You're listening to the Smashcast, the sexiest podcast in the universe, with DC, Girl, and Bishop on the No Agenda Podcast Network.
1: All right. Hey, how's it going?
0: Good. How's it going?
1: good chilling in lockdown it's actually a little bit people are getting a little bit loosey-goosey about the lockdown around here actually
0: yeah same here it's um there's that running joke about the wearing wearing a mask over your just your mouth and not your nose it's sort of like wearing your condom halfway and uh yeah it's been (laughs) happening a lot lately
1: um yeah i actually i actually saw somebody working at my doctor's office wearing a mask under their nose
0: (laughs) that's pretty funny
1: yeah, I thought that was really bad. Um, anyway, so all right, let's get into some news. So uh, file file under no shit. Um, a new study showed that when you actually talk to people about risky sexual behavior, their their rates of sexual transmitted infections or STIs goes down drastically. Really. So so filing under no duh, right? Um, if you talk about sex, people uh, learn and, and and become more responsible. I guess.
0: Yeah, I mean, education helps, right? Uh,
1: Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, specifically talking about risky behaviors and what can be um, more risky, um, because sexually transmitted infections are at all-time highs in the U.S., specifically, well, at least in the U.S., um, chlamydia, gonorrhea, and syphilis. They're back. (laughs) They're back, baby.
0: That's really glory
1: holes and STIs. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so that's really weird. I was I was in Croatia and I was on a boat and um, it was like yacht week, and I was talking to some girls and they were talking like about chlamydia, like it's really nothing. And I was like, mm, even if it's nothing, I think I'd still like to avoid it.
1: Um, yeah, like like a little touch of the clap. Yeah, no like, thanks. Like like, <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> um, I I mean I wouldn't want it. Um, but you know, it's, it's fairly treatable in in developed countries. So, I mean. It, like the herp is not on the list look at that it's chlamydia gonorrhea and syphilis yeah that's but
0: strange the herp,
1: and, and hpv is it feels not like the, we went back to influence. like
0: the 1870s or something i
1: know kicking it old school everything that's old is new again
0: <laughs> retro stds it <laughs> is very, back in.
1: very there's no there's no hpv which is like the big one that everybody's gonna die from so anyway well. Ah, so (laughs) all right, so let's get into today's topic. I'm going to kick it off with a clip from 1966. And this is going to give us a little intro to what our topic is.
0: Uh, Recently, there's been a lot of publicity in the papers about people dating by using computers. Well, Jerry and I would like you to meet a fellow and a girl who have been ideally matched by a computer, and they meet for the first time. How do you do? How do you do? I'm Hershey Horowitz. (laughs) I'm Mary Elizabeth Doyle. Doyle? Horowitz. Horowitz. H-O-R-O-W-I-T-Z. Hershey. My friends call me Hesh. Doyle, D-O-Y-L-E. My friends call me Mary Elizabeth. This computer is supposed to be a very good thing. It's terrific. Yeah. I mean, uh, it takes all the guesswork out of meeting people. And yeah. It's worked out scientifically, so there's no, uh, there's, no uh, mistakes, yeah. right. there's no
1: mistakes. So that's from 1966 from the Ed Sullivan Show. And that was Jerry Stiller and Ann Mara and who they eventually ended up getting married. But, it, you know, it, it's sort of a, you know, he's short, she's tall. They, they're they the it's the odd couple kind of. Trope, and this was in 1966 when uh, computer dating was, computer matchmaking was only a couple of years old, and I was really surprised to see how far back people were trying to use computers to to match people.
0: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound like it did a really good job. Which no, I, I, mean, I think things. <laughs> I don't think I've gotten that much better, but I guess we'll get to that. We will,
1: um, we will. So, so it's like um, mm-hmm. it
0: sort of reminds me of. Do you remember in high school? Did you guys have that matchmaker thing where like you paid? I think it was like. Two bucks or four bucks, and then they gave you a list of like most compatible people in your program, like in your in your grade. Do you so I went that?
1: to an all girls Catholic high school, so no. <laughs>
0: so well if they would have done that, that would have been uh interesting.
1: I'm not saying that it wouldn't have worked, but 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 no. But I'm very interested. Tell me more about this. This is this is fascinating.
0: It was weird. They like made you answer some, I think, twenty question survey, and then they supposedly matched you up with people that were a good match. And like every year, my matches were just people that I absolutely loathed. So no.
1: At high, in in high school.
0: Yeah, yeah, in high school. And it was a Catholic school, too. Oh, co-ed, I assume. Co-ed, yes, definitely co-ed. So
1: my Catholic high school, um, maybe this was their uh, attempt at that. So um, they would bus us, not me, because my parents would never let me do this, to West Point to go to dances with the West Point cadets.
0: Wow, that's a the- great selection pool. <laughs>
1: So they'd bus a bunch of Catholic high school students to a college.
0: I mean, that would be like the rough equivalent of like bussing the men in my high school, the <laughs> boys I guess, to like the Playboy mansion. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, right? Like I mean, um like of course at the time I was annoyed that I couldn't go, but in retrospect, I'm like good parenting move. <laughs> Holy crap. And wow. why was my high school condoning this? Yeah, anyway, very strange. So, <laughs> so the computer matchmaking, uh, I, I saw a couple of stories and I'll post them in the show notes about how Stanford, um, used an IBM six, six fifty to, to match people. Um, there was a woman in the UK, uh, who was working on something. And then of course, cause Stanford did it, Harvard had to do the same thing. So they came up with matchmaking. This was in 19, 1959. And then of course, um, 1966 is when we hear it's getting into mainstream on, on the Ed Sullivan show. And then of course, you know, history goes on and then in the mid-90s, we get match.com and then we move into the, the app-based uh, things.
0: The modern era of the online modern
1: dating. Yeah, the modern era era of of online dating. Um and maybe a little matchmaking. We'll we'll see how much matchmaking actually happens. Um okay, so uh, let's see, so the next thing I wanted to ask you about, because, so, so let, us well, just talk about our backgrounds and experiences with online dating. So I, I used Match, um, probably in, oh, let's see, 1999. So apparently wow. that four years after it launched, um, it was, you know, it was all, uh, website based. Obviously there was no, no mobile. I don't remember what the profiles looked like, honestly. Um, I, uh, I also used, um, and I was t- talking to somebody about this recently. I don't know what, I don't know who owned it, but, um, uh, it, uh do you, do you remember the website, the nerve.com?
0: No, not at all. Uh,
1: so the nerve and then a bunch of other websites all sort of had their own online dating services, but behind the scenes, they were all connected. So I entered it through the Nerve, which I think was like a relationship website, um, or just like a, maybe like pop culture kind of website. And I went on a date with a guy who entered the same dating service through The Onion.
0: Really? That's, <laughs> that's interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you, you went to The Onion to like, get, anyway. Um, yeah, that, it didn't, didn't work out. But um. I actually still have friends that I met through match that I went on like a date or you know two with or whatever and didn't work out, but we remained friends. And I will say that match.com in, in 1999 ish was probably responsible for me, um, getting out and meeting people in Washington DC that I never would have met never through my own personal channels. Like people that worked on like I was a tech, you know, tech person. And even though I was in D.C., I didn't know many people that worked on the Hill. And I met, you know, Hill staffers and I met people that worked at think tanks. And I just I met people that I never would have been exposed to. And I thought that was probably the, the coolest thing about online dating for me.
0: They sound like fine people.
1: Yeah, I still talk to a couple of them. Um, yeah, it's pretty interesting.
0: <laughs> I was just I was making a, a Trump joke there.
1: Oh yeah. There's fine people on all websites They're all, on all dating sites. All right. So let's, let's talk a little bit more about the, um, the different apps or actually, no, tell me a little bit more about your experience with online dating first.
0: Yeah. Um, Three. wow. I guess between dating people, seriously, I've sort of been on and off them. And so I've gotten to see a bit of an evolution. Um, primarily OkCupid was really great until Match bought them. Um, they did the whole survey thing and their their algorithm wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't mm. bad. Uh, I they, found the they, tri-
1: they did a lot of, you had to ask, you had to answer a lot of questions and that would build up.
0: Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And I, f- I found that actually the best way to do it and the way I got the best matches was to only answer the questions that mattered to me
1: mm. and that I had
0: a very strong opinion on. Anything else was just a kind of waste, waste of time. It. And you'd kind of get like all these like weird matches otherwise. Cause like, I mean, some questions are kind of dumb. Like, I don't know, do you like pineapple on your pizza and it's like well that that doesn't really matter i don't think that's that's a deal breaker for some (laughs) people apparently if it's a deal breaker i don't want to know them um but but i feel like like the algo has completely changed so now if you go on there like they make you answer 10 questions that are completely meaningless just like that and um and then once you do that you don't really get good matches you get people that have maybe matched up with you for three questions then it says oh 83 it's like no this person is definitely not the kind of person i'd want to see
1: i forgot that they had the percentages um I actually did use OkCupid as well, um, that time at my husband, so I guess I was a successful user of OkCupid. Um, yeah. But it was before um, any, th- pretty much the apps at the time, well, there was no swipe, there was no swipe left, swipe right kind of setup up at the time. Um, the apps were basically, you know, a replication of the website functionality, they weren't, maybe they had some location-based stuff. but. Uh, The apps weren't particularly advanced, so like my all my online dating knowledge is really of like the web-based stuff. So let's move into how to choose an app or service, and we're going to talk. uh, We're actually going to kick this segment off with a clip from a movie from 1978. Um, This is uh, a a disco movie. Uh, It's called Thank God It's Friday. This was uh, this was computer dating in the seventies.
0: Shirley? Are you Shirley? I'm supposed to meet her here for a blind date, one of those computer deals. You've got to be kidding. No, you're dressed in blue. That's what she's supposed to be wearing. This is not blue, it's turquoise. Hey, I don't give a shit. You want to dance? Standing in the hole, excuse me. So
1: she shoots him down because he's short, but this, this is a, think, have you seen Thank God It's Friday? No. I, I hadn't until uh, a couple weeks ago. And um, yeah, it so says it's from 1978. It's, uh, it's features Donna Summer, the Commodores and a very young, very smashable Jeff Goldblum. Wow. <laughs> he looks good in this movie, uh, but it's, it's about a night at the disco. So uh, then it, it you know it follows uh, various couples at the disco and one couple they they both have these papers they got from a computer matchmaking service and they're supposed to meet here and they're running around looking for each other all night um, you know and the, of course they end up being an odd couple but uh, anyway sounds, so sounds
0: sort of like a, a bad How I Met Your Mother episode
1: yeah yes yes it's it's yeah it's a cute it's a cute movie and and I understand it's a cult classic so anyway all right so that was the the seventies computer dating. So, all right, so how do you, let's talk about the apps, how you select an app, what you look for, which ones you use. Talk to me about a little bit about that. Yeah,
0: good question. So, I mean, like I said, I'm going I'm going on old knowledge here because uh, I'm not somebody that's beating a COVID, so I've been kind of busy.
1: Well, it's not that, that old. It's only, you know, our six, new normals. Yeah, oh my exactly. God. Okay, I guess it's, it's old.
0: So I'm not sure if they've changed, but um, I would say probably don't use only one.
1: Okay,
0: <laughs> As, really? Uh, yeah, right. yeah, because I feel like, well. I, one thing is you'll run into a lot of the same people on on, on the different apps. but
1: I remember that for sure uh, in yeah. the 90s, seeing the same people. on.
0: Yeah. So sometimes it's a good filter because, um, you know, sometimes they're crazy and then you can sort of tell when you get access to more photos. Okay. Or more profiles. Yeah. Or, you know, just other stuff like, are they desperate? Are they weird? There's all sorts of things you could tell by people's, like, different profiles.
1: Uh, when t- talk to me about access to more photos. Is this something you get after you talk to somebody or no i I think
0: i think people think that some of the apps have different personalities and i think to some extent they do but it's it's really funny because you see almost like split personalities of people with the photos they put up like on tinder they put up the sort of sluttier photos on bumble (laughs) they'll put up the more like wholesome photos oh um uh
1: Oh, Okay, I forgot about Bumble. That's right, because that one's doing really well, and that's the female-initiated one.
0: It is, and and honestly, up until like March, I would have told you it was terrible, and then I've met the girl I've been dating since from it. But um, yeah. <laughs> I, I find <laughs> I find it's really interesting because usually, um, usually the girls don't swipe back and um and when they do there's like this weird thing where most of them still won't start the conversation even though it's really on them to. which makes you wonder why they swiped back in the first place but it's just kind of a broken model I, I feel like relying on the women to make that first move is kind of a, a bad idea
1: yeah i mean it relies on only half presumably half the population to to initiate but I'm, i guess there's some people well they must be capturing well, some market
0: that and traditionally like the less aggressive half too
1: yeah um. So, are these apps mostly free, paid? Do you recommend paid over free?
0: Personally, I've never paid for any because okay. I feel like any app that requires you to pay has probably got like a broken incentive structure. They probably don't want you to match somebody good, right?
1: Yeah, they want you to keep paying. Of course. Right? <laughs> which ones so, are which ones are paid? I don't, I don't even. Know. I think
0: I think all of them have a paid element. Oh, an option. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, otherwise, they just kind of bombard you with ads and deprioritize you essentially
1: yeah yeah okay all right so do you um so so you think using more than one service is is helpful
0: i mean it it also depends right it's very different for guys than it is for girls so for guys you almost have to really Um, okay yeah so i think i think the the match ratio is like 10 to 1 for for women to men Mm -hmm. so for every 10 matches you guys get we get one so it's almost it almost becomes a numbers game
1: interesting and then yeah okay interesting um now, uh, what about, are all the apps location-based now? Do they limit? I mean, you have to set a range, I th- right? I think
0: so, yeah. I think so. I think that most of them are, if not all of them. I think the other thing that's important, too, is it may depend on where you live, uh, which app is most popular and which one's uh, worth being on.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I keep seeing ads for this, like, coffee plus bagel Thing.
0: yeah that one's actually based in toronto and it's oh terrible. really I, I will hope i will definitely say it's terrible i've tried it it is yeah. just really bad
1: and i also hear radio ads for uh it's just lunch
0: oh that i haven't heard about that's got to be new uh
1: i know i think it's been around for well it may uh it may be a different incarnation um i think it's been around in some um uh way for, for a little while like, i think it's a i think it's like targeting like professionals that have that are working so it's like it's like it's just lunch you go get a quick lunch downtown with whoever the person is and that's interesting
0: because actually that, that isn't the first app to target professionals there was one a while ago and it was called the league i don't know if you yes
1: heard of yes oh that's still around isn't it
0: i have no idea i, I yeah. gave up on that in like last year because there wasn't really a lot of people on it it was they were trying to be um exclusive very exclusive LinkedIn. Yes.
1: I know about it from the Real Housewives. Interesting. <laughs> the Real Housewives of New York, actually, sp- specifically. Uh, they mentioned yeah. uh, meeting somebody on there. When, yeah.
0: when, when it first started, it actually wasn't bad. And then I think just it didn't have enough people, so it didn't have enough traction. It just sort of died.
1: So how did they make sure that it was only professionals? Did they just charge an exorbitant amount? Like what was the
0: Well, there was, barrier? yeah, there, there was some paid options, but part of it was, I think it just, it was, um, you had to be invited in by someone else. Ah, uh. And then what they would do is they would actually even evaluate like um, your activities. So if you were like sort of suspicious, they would kick you off or oh, interesting. If you got a lot of uh, negative reactions. They would just basically oh. let your account die. Yeah.
1: Interesting. So interesting. Is it easy to get kicked off any of these apps? Cause I, I actually had a friend recently uh, get a message from one of these apps. I, I, don't, I don't know which one saying that somebody she had been communicating with was kicked off of the uh, system and to avoid communicating with him outside of it.
0: Wow. Um, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't know. I've never been kicked off. Yeah.
1: Well, they all have terms of service. I maybe it was a harassment thing. I really don't know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It might've been, maybe he was um, some sort of offender that uh, got outed and then kicked off.
1: Yeah. Okay. So do different, so you see, you kind of, you kind of alluded to like how some people have different personalities on different services or, or different apps, but Do different apps have different demographics besides like the obvious um, Christian Mingle, J-Date, right? Those demographics are pretty uh, explicit, but do other apps tend to attract different age groups, different types of people?
0: Uh, I I, I imagine they would. I find that like, to be honest, there's a lot of people that are on more than one. If not all of them, like there's, I can't remember off the top of my head, but there was quite a few people that were on all the apps and it was like they had a, different personality on each one
1: interesting try yeah okay
0: yeah that was really weird all
1: right and then we did get a question um from a listener and actually this was a question that i had as well <clears throat> and um we kind of touched on it or we talked about it maybe before the show <laughs> um uh can i get some ratios male to female real to fake matches to attempted matches matches to meetups etc Personal antidotal data is fine. I know there are some actual published stats, uh, but I need some smash cast seasoning because we're well seasoned professionals.
0: Yeah, so good question. Um, OkCupid used to share this data, they don't anymore and they, they've done everything they can to strip it from the internet. Um, but I think the guy who created it wrote a book a while back. So if you can get an old copy of that, I don't think too much has changed um, in terms of that sort of data. Uh, the other place you can check is there's a whole bunch of these guys online. They're like online dating coaches. Um, and some of them actually do like some pretty intense studies. So they'll set up like 20, 30, 40 profiles. And then what they'll do is they'll they'll like AB test a whole bunch of strategies and ideas. And it's actually kind of interesting.
1: Do the, um, different apps and services, uh, uh let you AB test your photos and, and, Things like that.
0: The apps don't, but a lot of them will do this thing where they'll auto-prioritize your best photo. So if you if you set the photo on auto, it'll try a bunch of them, and then the ones that gets the be- get the best reaction apparently will float to the top of your profile. That said, there's oh. also a site called Photo Feeler where you can post photos, and it's actually really interesting. Um, and you can you can post photos, and basically you vote on a bunch of photos, and then you accumulate credits, and then those people vote back on you. Um, and it's really interesting what what happens when you crop photos differently. Or, um, I found it was really interesting that on dating sites and on the comment section of Photo Feeler, everyone made negative comments about having an ex girlfriend in my photo. But if you look at the ratings, the ratings are always way better.
1: You know, interestingly enough, I was talking to some friends, some female friends recently. Um, I had two, three single female friends over a couple days ago. Um, And they were saying, I can't believe all these guys that post pictures of themselves with girls on dating sites. And we had actually talked about this before offline. And I said, I, I, I didn't, I said, well, you know, there are sites out there that will rate pictures. And I bet you those pictures were rated the best despite, yeah. and they were like, Oh, I don't know. I'm like, well, you know, I mean there's stuff out there that will tell you that. So there's a reason why they're putting those pictures out there.
0: Yeah. So it's funny. I tested the same photo four different ways. I tested it once just crop normally once with my ex cropped out once with her face blurred. And then once with uh, her face cut out, I said, your face here. And I was kind of alluding to Tucker Max and making a bit of a joke. <laughs> and honestly the, the one that was just both of us in there, not cropped did the best. I think yeah. the, next, the next one was the the your face here because people thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next one was the blurred one. And then the last one was the one that was just me cropped out.
1: Okay. All right. So that, that sort of brings us into to how to build a profile. So I got this great clip. So back in the 80s, there was video dating where uh, the, uh, uh, y- you would submit a bunch of information and then we send you videotapes um videotape profiles of your perspective matches um this also comes up in the uh, as part of the plot in the movie singles which is a early 90s this kind of part movie part of
0: like a, a skit on mad tv that was probably, like, there, were, probably. there was like a, there was like an ongoing skit i think it was like lowered expectations or something
1: <gasps> Yes, yes yes this is this is it this is it here we go
0: are you looking for me? i'm looking for someone Okay, early to bed, early to rise, makes a woman healthy, wealthy, and wise. That's why you're wiser than me. It's Steven. Hi, I'm Maurice. I'm an executive by day and a wild man by night. Hi, my name's Monroe. Uh, you've probably already noticed that I have incredibly blue eyes. Hi, my name is Phil. Uh, most of my friends call me Big Phil. Okay, um, I like to talk to people uh, deep into the night. Hi, my name's Mike, and if you're sitting there watching this tape smoking your cigarette, well, hit the fast-forward button, because I don't smoke, and I don't like people who do smoke. I'm not afraid to get sand on my tuxedo if you're not afraid to let the wind mess your hair up a little bit when I take the top down. Perhaps even a, a nice bath with some champagne and candles. Hi, Mom. I do fashion photography, and I do consider myself a refined valley dude. Wow, Maurice sounds pretty charming.
1: The guy who's not afraid to get sand on his tuxedo. The high mom was the best. (laughs) Wow. So let's talk about a profile. We talked a little bit about photos um, and the services used to, uh, to help you choose photos. But what else, what else did you include? Not include? How much, how much can you include? How much do people see before they dismiss you? What do you What do you think?
0: Yeah, you know it's it's weird. The, the apps are taking this trend to like less and less information and more and more photos. So you can barely share anything nowadays. That said, I'm gonna shout out Cold Acid and say, don't tell them about your anime fetish.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not your upfront. Um, that's not your upfront move. Uh, might yeah. not be
0: the leading uh, leading line there.
1: Yeah, and and I noticed that you know a lot of the apps that are swipe based and and whatever they they really because I I had seen your um, posts on Nas of, of Twin uh, Tinder um, screenshots, and you you really don't get much real estate to talk about yourself. It's like it's like a picture and a headline.
0: Yeah, I mean I don't know if it's changed, but um, that's pretty much what it is. It's just like uh, throw up a bunch of photos and then make some quirky little comment that makes you sound annoying.
1: Yeah, and then once somebody does swipe to be um, uh, t- to match with you or whatever, um, do you get to see more of the profile?
0: No, no. I think it's a full thing up front, um, and then it's just start talking.
1: Wow. So it's really just you have to. Well, I mean, you know, uh, I mean, they say like in person, you you kind of make your mind up about somebody like pretty quickly. So maybe they felt like all the extra stuff was a waste of time. <laughs> just a little bit of information and that's all you have to go on? Well,
0: I, th- I think it's really, they're just looking to trigger that dopamine hit, right? So every every swipe, I guess, triggers that dopamine hit and that sort of uh, uh, variable reinforcement, the sort of like slot machine thing.
1: Right. Yeah, that's true. I, I didn't think about that because like I said, I hadn't used the, the app versions of a lot of these things, but this is very much like getting a like and then if you like... Yeah,
0: if you sit there and read a profile, that sort of that high dies down, right? So they just, they want to do the, the sort of high impact thing over and over and over.
1: Hmm. So what do you look for in a in a, a woman's profile? humor, uh, honesty.
0: I mean if you saw the photos I was posting, normal eyebrows.
1: Oh uh, Norma's right. God, what is going on with the eyebrows in Toronto?
0: I don't know. It's 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 something else. I don't know. I got I, I gotta revive that hashtag and, <laughs> and sort of reshare some of those photos because they were bad. They were so bad.
1: They were doing the this really, really dark like um uh, uh, really, a harsh kind of uh, eyebrow look that I, yeah, I feel like was big and then,
0: yeah, in. It was like, it, yeah, it's very like, I want to be an Instagram star. Like, it was just awful.
1: But it wasn't even the Kardashian ombre brow thing that was like really big. It was just very dark and and just um, yeah, not not good. Not good
0: not fun so um, you
1: look so you look for a good picture with normal eyebrows but what what else and like what what like humor a uh, funny joke like like i don't know like what, what brings uh, you, what I feel brings like you the in
0: pictures should sort of uh sort of tell a story or at the very oh. least show off some red flags right so i mean obviously i joked about the eyebrow thing but there's all sorts right. of red flags like somebody's drinking in all their photos oh probably, yeah they probably got issues yeah. um are they doing something you know like athletic or something that that was kind of interesting to me because it's like okay they're they're gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna be mm-hmm. relatively healthy they're active they, they you know they do fun stuff so I think I think that's part of it is really telling the story.
1: So you're looking for photos that really like tell you about a person. What so it's not just a photo like to so like. If I was a a woman on a a dating site, I would not want just to show like my best picture of me with a completely blurred background and like uh, Instagram filters. It would be like a picture of me doing something that shows something about me. That's also interesting. And maybe I look good in it too.
0: (laughs) I don't know. I would say so. I'd probably say it's probably the same both ways. I don't know. What, What would you think? Like, what would you like to see if it was just photos?
1: Oh, if it was just photos. Oh, um... Yeah, if it was just photos, then uh, yeah, I, I really want to see like what the, the person's life is like, what their interests are. Um, you know, wh- wh- yeah, that that's a good question. Um, I think, uh, I, uh, sh- yeah, showing them do like sh- I I I'd want to learn like what what they're like through through the photos. So like I wouldn't want just like a a picture of somebody in front of a bland. Background where they look yeah, like flattened. dude
0: on car, dude with picture of abs, like all that sort of stuff. Oh, right? definitely not I, that.
1: My, the best, the best. Um, I actually, have, maybe. Oh, maybe I should put it in the show notes. I still have the picture. The best picture I got uh, when online dating was this dude that was like, it was like the shirtless mirror selfie of his abs. But it was funny because it was so clearly in a public bathroom because there was a, one of those uh, public bathroom baby changing tables behind him in the mirror. And it was like the least attractive thing
0: yeah actually so that's another weird thing a lot of like women public post pictures
1: bathroom.
0: in, ba- yeah. in bathrooms and I don't, I don't get it like why would you even play your camera
1: i think the bathroom light lighting can be good it could be a place where you have a good mirror but like a public bathroom with a dirty ass public baby changing table behind you is just not cute Also, yeah, yeah. not cute um the car selfie is, is pretty big, too, because the natural light can be good in the car. But the yeah, the bathroom selfie is, um, yeah. I mean, if your bathroom's cute and nice, and, you know, whatever. But, like, if you got, like, some koala <laughs> public changing table, that's what we have here, these koala changing tables. Nasty. I'm just thinking about baby poop.
0: Yeah, that's a little fun. The other weird thing, actually, that there's a lot of, um, and I think this is relatively new, do you know what a boomerang is?
1: I mean, not, I mean, I know what the, the, the original.
0: No, no. The, like the Instagram thing, the thing where like it plays <gasps> Oh yes. Oh my backwards. God. I do that. Yeah. I, do it all, yeah, I, yeah
1: okay. I, I use it all the time actually. <laughs> so
0: a lot of, a lot of the sites allow like short videos, like oh, five second videos. Yeah. And it's these like really dumb things where people do this weird thing where they like twist their head and then it twists back and they have yeah. this stupid smile and like the little puppy filter. It's like the worst.
1: <sighs> oh, the Instagram puppy filter. Yeah. That's creepy.
0: Yeah. So yeah. A so you people... want to
1: see what the person actually looks like. You don't want to see them through an Instagram filter. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's usually a good idea. Um, yeah. yeah.
1: So, so like, uh, so, so, oh, yeah. So a photo that that represents what you're going to look like in real life is probably a good idea, right?
0: Yeah, I think it should be. Like, there should also be like a mandatory no makeup photo.
1: Really? Yeah. Hmm. I
0: don't know. If, I, I feel like if the if the delta between them with makeup and them without makeup is really really big, I think we should know that.
1: I don't know, I have like eye bags. I mean,
0: (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, They're probably not as bad as you think.
1: Yeah, I guess. Um, Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. I'll do a no filtered photo, but (laughs) let's move into jumping from the app to initiating a date. And I'm gonna play a clip, well, (laughs) it's from the 90s, uh, allegedly. So (laughs) let's listen to this.
0: Hi there, I'm Paul Perkenstein and welcome to the wide world of web today's segment online dating hello my oh my you are gorgeous i can't wait to get my dick wet she responded time to seal the deal <laughs> hmm. playing hard to get i see we'll respond with i'd rather you get caught on my cock well, if I can't have her, nobody can. Let's hack her dating profile and make her a fat wheelchair ridden cat lady. We can fill in some other info and for good measure, let's place some of those bear traps she loves outside her house. All I have to do is wait until she gets caught and boom, we have our first date. I'm Paul Perkenstein and this is the Wide World of Web.
1: So- I assume that's uh, a spoof, but I actually don't, I cannot figure out when it was made. (laughs) Um, it
0: sounds like one of those, there was another guy who was doing stuff like that. These like, like tech tips, but they weren't real tech tips. And uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. sounds like the guy that uh, got banned that your friend got an email about.
1: Wait, which guy? Wait.
0: Who? you mentioned that friend viewers got an email from tinder saying the guy got banned
1: <laughs> yes that's right yeah like the right kind of guy yes creepy super creepy um i loved all the 90s sound effects uh, i thought it was hilarious um <laughs> and yeah it's a good bear trap is you know um one one good way to get a date so let's talk about jumping from uh you know, from, from the app to in person, you know, how do you, who reaches out first? How long, how many interactions do you have before you actually will want to talk, you know, meet somebody in person? How do you know they're a real person?
0: Yeah, it's a good good question. Um, I guess the who reaches out first kind of just depends on who actually gets the chance to, except for, like I said, Bumble, where the, the women need to make the first move. So there's that. Um, And then how long do I wait or how many messages? I'm sort of of the theory that, any sort of discussion that happens before the date is useless because it's going to get forgotten. And, um, you know, people can sort of lie behind the screen, but mm-hmm. when you're like face to face, there's, there's no, uh, it's a lot harder to sort of lie about things like height or weight or whatever else. So just, yeah, it's just easier to just meet up and usually I just pick an activity. So it's, it's not like a long-term thing. It's like, Hey, let's meet up and play pool or something. And the, bowl or whatever else just so that like we hang out for i don't know an hour or so and if i'm not interested then we both part or, part ways or if you're not interested we part ways and then if we get along and then we go do something else
1: so at least you're doing something use, uh, fun or
0: yeah exactly i mean i, I don't really want to get to know someone and then take them to dinner like it just that doesn't really seem normal to me i don't know what do you think
1: I, um i think in retrospect uh yeah a formal dinner for the first time meeting somebody is um
0: Sounds like a bit of a uh, job interview.
1: Yeah, it's a bit much. It's, um, uh, I definitely went on some weird um, first dates, especially through online dating um, or just in general. <laughs> um, I did um, meet somebody online, obviously before I was married, and our first date was a hike. And um, it was a very, very intensive hike. And it was like eight hours.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I know, that's way too long.
1: Uh, yeah, so that was like a problem but but it was a good it was a good hike. And um, you know, um interestingly, um uh this um gentleman um was separated from his wife um and actually ended up getting back together with her. <laughs> so uh, fortunately it didn't work out between us. Um I also didn't think that he was particularly done with his marriage because there was some some weirdness going on, but um, yeah, it was a, at least, you know, it was a good hike, but yeah, that was definitely a way too long of a commitment in retrospect.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I think we'll way too long. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really weird though, too, because I used to get a lot of uh, comments saying, no, it's like way too early to meet. I want to get to know you first. And it's like,
1: mm, how do you, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's like, how much can you really get to know about somebody behind a screen? Like, not much. And then the other thing I found too is like first dates, you spend a lot of time repeating all the stuff you talked about. Right. So it's just like, why bother? It's like, let's meet for something quick. If we get along, cool. And if we don't, then cool.
1: Yeah, I, I, that makes sense. I mean, especially if you're doing something that's like low investment, like uh, going, you know, going somewhere quickly for like coffee or whatever, um, or, or doing an activity that you might do normally. Um,
0: exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It sounds like it's it's uh, way better. I actually am all for meeting in person as, you know, as soon as possible to, uh, yeah, although I mean, I, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I'll say pick a public place, of course, but um, maybe maybe not a hike though.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, public places is key. I actually um, met somebody that, uh, I think it's probably through Match, just um, thinking about the apartment I was in at the time, it would have been like the late 90s, and uh, um, so I must have met this person through Match, and we, we talked back and forth online, like through the chat, you know, thing, um, a couple times, and then we met in person, and his voice was just horrible
0: yeah see that that would have be been really easy to just figure out, oh out my and really God,
1: fast and I'm like, I don't think that I'm that shallow, but oh my God, it was just awful, it was awful,
0: yeah, it was I mean, terrible, yeah, I mean, on the guy's side of this, vocal fry is another really huge one, so right, you yeah don't know that quick,
1: yeah, yeah, this was uh it was bad, so um. So how do you know the person that's messaging? So, I mean, this, I, I think this is pretty easy to figure out, but how do you know that if you're getting messaged by a bot and what, um, what is the role of bots on these different services? Well,
0: usually they don't answer the questions you're asking or they don't uh. respond in ways that make sense. And then the other thing is they'll, they'll try to send you a link to some website. And it's like, like, I'm not trying to go to a website here. It's we get it for a coffee or something. Okay. Yeah. So you, you can find them pretty quick. The other thing you'll see is you can actually even, even see them before matching, like they're pretty obvious. They're not even, they're not even subtle anymore.
1: Okay. Yeah. I can usually see, I get messaged by what I assume are fake accounts on Instagram all the time. And they're like the question, the message, the initial messages are very strange and full of heart emojis. And I'm like, you don't even know me. Um, and actually I, um, I uh, got caught up in this uh, documentary on um, um, Thai uh, lady boys. <laughs> and uh, it, it was, I got sucked in and um, I
0: was just going to say, I didn't see that coming, but that would just be too appropriate.
1: <laughs> but I started getting um, like ads um, in my Gmail for these uh, dating sites to meet women.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: <laughs> Quote unquote women or whatever. Um, you know, so I, I, the algos think that I'm like all into the lady boys now, but yeah, lady boy two on Amazon prime. I got, I, I got so sucked in. I, I, I can't. I can't even. Tell. <laughs> I don't even know. It I was like it was like three hours of my life. Anyway, all right. So, all right. So we talked about initiating. You like to initiate pretty quickly. Get get the uh, the pleasantries out of the way. See if you actually get that impersonal in person uh, um, you know, chemistry. Right? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So all right. So let's talk a little bit about the future the future of, Oh, actually you talked a little bit about some S burner SMS numbers. Do you want to talk a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, actually. So this is a really interesting thing. Um, so I think I talked about this before, but like essentially when they're, when there's like a paid incentive for them, when they're running the service, they're obviously going to, uh, they're going to sort of sandbag the free users. And I find that, um, mm-hmm. did a lot of research and a lot of experimenting. Um, and apparently most of these sites use a rating system, uh, it's called elo and it's something okay. that was invented for like chess and tennis and stuff like that but um the dating sites are using it and essentially what it does is the the sort of better your score is the better uh the people that get presented to you are or the better the people you get presented to are i should say and um yeah it's really it's really really strange and then basically you're, you're profile gets prioritized based on how well it's liked. So the, yeah. So if you kind of fall into a rut, your profile is basically worthless unless you pay to sort of get promoted. Um, so mm. I found a couple of strategies and I was, I was not going to pay like 29 or $39 a month. So um, yeah, so I, I figured out you can get a, a burner cell phone around here for like eight bucks a month and get like almost no minutes and just enough text messages to verify yourself. Um and so, yeah, I would put up an account for about a week, get a bunch of matches. Uh, matches basically die down after the first week because they want you to pay. So I just delete the account, switch the burner number. You can just go to the website and, and change the number. And there's like an actual like legit cell phone plan. You can, I think you can refresh your number once every 30 days. So, um, so yeah, i then mean, just kind of rotate through the sites and then rotate through the numbers and just get a brand new phone number. And so then you
1: always have a fresh profile
0: basically yeah because so, like think of it as like a stack of pictures so the people that are like the most are at the top and then all the new people are some they're mixed into the top as well to sort of see where they're going to rank um so yeah you always get like most of your matches within the first week and then it just sort of trails off unless you're like in that top five percent i think i found mm-hmm. some other stats before too where it was um with guys the top five percent of guys get like 90 percent of the dates or 80 percent of the dates so um yeah if you're not in that top five percent, there's no point in being on the site.
1: Interesting. Um, tell me a little bit about the uh, the timing for when you you should message somebody.
0: Yeah, good question. I think there's there's timing of when you should message them and I think that's kind of like you can either do it right away or wait, but I'm just like, I don't really care'. I'm not very tactful in that way. Um, but then there's also timing like I, I noticed um, Sort of sort of to that same in that same vein of of you know making sure that like your profile's fresh and in that first week, the best time is is oddly I find Sunday nights or Sunday afternoons starting Sunday afternoons, and I think that's because that's when people or at least women are are most on the site because they I guess are hmm. trying to line up whatever dates they get for the rest of the week
1: and you're home and you're like done with your weekend, yeah exactly you're unwinding,
0: yeah, I have nothing to do, so you know just kind of swiping away, so I yeah, remember
1: was, um a- a girl i knew in dc uh used to joke like there's any any message you get on OKCupid after 11 p.m just like <laughs> don't even it's That's all booty call, it's all booty calls it's all could like
0: be,
1: it <laughs> yeah so like maybe women have some um and you know if you if you message if you if you hit them up at 2 a.m it's like mm, what you doing right yeah what's what's your motive so um you, you could also do your timing to yeah to not look as uh you know, yeah, exactly. looking for a 3am booty call.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, if, so if you sort of time it to be to like, start your profile on Sunday, get a bunch of matches on Sunday, that Ooh. will hold you over longer because your score will get pumped up really quick. And okay. It's really, really interesting. And then after the other thing that matters is distance. So they obviously track your location. Right. Um, and if you, if, if, if the app can sort of tell that you don't live near uh, most people, it actually like deprioritizes penalizes you and deprioritizes you in the list
1: so you can't just say like i'm on a nationwide search and get you equal. can
0: you can but you you're you're best matched with people that are closer
1: really that's interesting yeah. so i i did know somebody um who lived around here who um was uh i think he had actually been married and divorced kind of young and then was looking for to, to, you know to settle down again and he kind of went on nation like opened it I don't know what what his service he was using and he kind of opened it nationwide and actually ended up finding somebody on the west coast and moving there and marrying her so wow but I'm surprised that they actually try to keep you with people that are close I guess that's you're most likely going to actually see them
0: yeah yeah and it it definitely also like um I think it matters more uh for like suburbs versus like the the city Mm -hmm. so there's parts of Toronto and there's parts of I'm sure everywhere that have like a lot of young single people sure And I think there's also a personality that goes with that. So if you don't live in that area, it's not going to preferentially match you with people in that area.
1: Got it. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Cool. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the future of, of online dating and we're going to kick it off with Futurama. Ah, computer dating. It's like pimping, but you rarely have to use the phrase "upside your head." Bender, this is stupid. Why would anyone come to you for romantic help?
0: Hey, don't make me go upside your head.
1: <laughs> so that was that's the year three thousand, because <laughs> it's <Right>. Futurama. So, <laughs> um, so what 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 would you like to see change? What, what do you think that could do better? Um, like what, what do you think the future is with online dating and?
0: Yeah, I feel like it's it's sort of a race to the bottom right now. Um, <laughs> really? It's pretty terrible. Yeah, I will say, though, I think it would be really interesting, and I can't remember heard this before, but somebody said the best way to fix these apps is that when you match with somebody, you can only match with, like, three or four people at a time. And at that point, mm. you can't swipe anymore.
1: Ooh, so you have to focus on these.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. And just sort of see where they where they lead you. Because what ends up huh. happening, too, is, like, a lot of people just keep swiping, even though they have a ton of matches. And I mean, more power to them or whatever, but I think what ends up happening is, um, the novelty of any one specific person wears off really quick. And uh, yeah, so I think that might be a good way to make it better. I think the other thing too, is honestly, if, if there was a different way to, for them to bill, so, um, interesting example I'll give, I'm not sure if you've ever heard this before, but apparently like way back in China, doctors didn't charge you when you were sick, they charged you when you were healthy and um, if you got sick, you would stop paying them, and then they would have to, like, fix you so that you could keep paying them again. Mm -hmm. So the incentive structure there was aligned, right? Because they're they're not being paid, you know, to keep you more sick, to make more You're both
1: invested in your health. Exactly.
0: So I don't don't know how you would apply that to dating, but I think if you could find a way to make that work, I think that would fix it too.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I still see um, uh, ads for, like, matchmakers um, that uh, you know meet you in person and uh, supposedly uh, have some you know money back guarantee and charge a lot of money and and do some kind of bespoke services. But um, I actually think that people tend to judge people a little too quickly.
0: Yeah, that's true. And I think it's, yeah, it's really easy to do that. Right. So.
1: Yeah. And I think that, you know, sometimes, um, people don't make a very good first impression or, uh, I don't know. I feel like I I know a lot of people that go on a lot of first dates and then a lot of first dates, which is fine. But I think sometimes we, we uh, don't give people a chance, you know, a chance (laughs) really. Yeah.
0: That's a a good point. And I, I think actually if anything I'll say about how to use apps and how to make your, your dating experience better, um, They're almost a good filter for people to not date. Hmm. Almost use them as like a resource to be like, oh, if I see that person, just avoid (laughs) them.
1: If I see that person in real life.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it's really weird. I find that online dating has gotten worse, but it's actually made in-person dating a lot better. Really? Yeah. How
1: how so? How has in-person dating gotten better?
0: Well, because almost nobody wants to approach someone anymore. So it's,
1: it's
0: it's kind of like you're the um how do I explain it? I don't know. You're the interesting person that walks up to someone and starts a conversation as opposed to.
1: It's a novelty a, to actually yeah, like, walk exactly. up to somebody. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely uh, don't know too much about that lately, but um, somebody, uh, quite quite a few months ago, I somebody actually handed me their phone number and a napkin when I was leaving the restaurant and I was very, very confused. Wow. Very confused because in wedding ring, and I was uh uh I kind of uh just said thank you and left. <laughs> I didn't call them, but I I I was like, wow, props to that person. Yeah, I mean, great. you miss every shot you don't take, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> good for that guy. Um, uh, it was it was weird because well, we hadn't really um talked. Yeah, <laughs> you know I, what I think mean?
0: usually usually you gotta get the conversation in their first before uh, that but
1: right yeah i think this person was just like uh just really going out on a limb or something i don't know um i was flattered but it was uh it was pretty funny um i was like wait this is this is not an app <laughs> i thought you could go to bars and not get hit on now because everybody's doing app dating but apparently that's not the case
0: yeah could you like put your thumb on his nose and then push to the left
1: uh, <laughs> um Maybe. <laughs> left, left is bad. See, I don't even know. Left is bad? Left is, you don't yeah, want them? Yeah,
0: I think left. Okay. Yeah, I think so.
1: I, I actually asked a guy a friend of mine who was using Tinder if I could, like, see his Tinder and, like, because <laughs> I, I didn't, I'd never seen it and um, didn't know, um, you know, how it works and everything. I wanted to see what the pro. this is a, uh, quite a few years ago, like four years ago, maybe, but I wanted to see what the profiles looked like, like, what, women were saying he was looking at women um what um you know how much information you got to see and i remember it being a very little bit of information
0: it, oh, was, yeah, like it was one it
1: was kind of a, picture u- that yeah. you know to pop and then
0: it's usually i'm a dog mom i like wine i like tacos <sighs> all sorts of really annoying stuff
1: oh i would not put a dog mom shirt well I, if you see me in a dog mom shirt Put, shoot me on site i've been mind controlled yeah
0: well i think too is i don't know I, just, I always find that that was another weird thing i found was was women kissing their dogs as one of their photos and it's like yeah. that's not appetizing i don't want to kiss you after you've kissed a dog it's gross
1: yeah 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 and then like um i feel like if you're trying to tell somebody uh about yourself or introduce yourself to somebody um everybody likes their dog <laughs>
0: You yeah, need a picture show
1: showing you kissing your dog. Everybody likes their dogs.
0: Oh, yeah, of course.
1: Hopefully, right? Um, so, you know, maybe not the most um, important information.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, the other thing, too, is that some of them actually, it was really interesting. They would be like, um, you better be okay with being second to my dog. And it's like,
1: hmm. uh, I'm going to pass on that. That's weird. That, that, that's kind of weird. Um, maybe to the cat. <laughs> um. So, do do you um on these uh, profiles of most of the the dating sites, do they it, it's a probably a first name, an age, a relative location, and then what are the other things? Job, uh, education, like what what are the things that people?
0: That's um, usually that's usually it. Sometimes there's like a a question that you can answer. Okay. Um, sometimes there's stuff like job or whatever else, but it's usually pretty general. I think a lot of people don't want to share too much information. So
1: yeah. Okay. So interesting. The job is like right out there. Okay. Um, interesting. So I feel like we learned a lot. So any, any other things that you, you, you want to change about the, the online dating lifestyle?
0: Yeah. They, they should really expire profiles.
1: Yes. Uh, if somebody doesn't log in a certain amount of time.
0: Yeah, definitely. That was, that was the other thing I found. There was a lot of people that like people that I even knew that I knew were dating other people. And, like, all their photos were old. You could tell they hadn't been on there in a while. Um, now,
1: can, when you search for people, can you say, I only want profiles that have been logged in in a certain amount of time?
0: I think you can, but I think that's a paid feature.
1: Oh, oh, see, that I feel like – I don't think I paid for the sites I use, and I feel like I could actually set that uh, search. Yeah, thing. OkCupid had that
0: for free, like, way back, and they got yeah. rid of it, like, last time I was on there, so – Yeah, so there's a lot of like old profiles that people haven't used in a long time. But they Um,
1: want to keep their numbers up, right? So they they yeah,
0: of course. Well, the other thing too is like like I said, a lot of those profiles use that scoring mechanism, so you get matched with a bunch of people. They're obviously very attractive that everybody swipes right on, but they haven't been on the app in years. that's annoying. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I I, well, the the apps were sort of new when I was using them, so (laughs) there weren't a lot of old old profiles, but. Interesting. Well, that was, that was very educational. I feel like all of our listeners should be empowered to get a burner phone, create an app, uh, create a profile on Sunday morning, keep recycling them, use some services to judge their photos, um, make the photos, uh, tell a story. I don't know what else we learned here. Um,
0: DC girl took notes.
1: I I got a lot of notes. I'm ready. I am ready. Um, Uh, yeah. Uh, be wary of expired, um, uh, profiles and, uh, yeah. Just be careful out there. Uh, Have you, uh, just a quick question. Have you ever, um, used Craigslist for dating?
0: Oh God. Way back in the day. Actually do have a funny story about that. Yeah. So I used to work in the ad industry. Um, and I was talking to a copywriter and I was like, what's a really good way to practice like copywriting skills. And he said, post a men seeking woman, ad on craigslist and if you get a response then you're doing it right
1: that's hilarious
0: yeah it was it was hilarious and so for a while actually i don't know, if, I don't know if, it might might still be up but i had a blog where um i wrote some of the most odd and offensive ads and then i, and then I posted the responses and the interactions and they were it was pretty hilarious I was just kind of trolling everybody yeah yeah and it was just really interesting
1: but, yeah craigslist was kind of big for for like legit dating um for a while and then didn't yeah got a little crazy but
0: yeah we just moved towards photos only
1: yeah yeah and it is very free form and yeah anyway very interesting uh do you want to talk a little bit about our value for value model Val- value for value for value model
0: sure sure so uh like no agenda we're we're sort of value for value but like you said value for value for value um so if you'd like the show and you want to keep hearing it um you can go to org slash N-A and you can donate to NoJunda on our behalf. And that's what keeps our show running and keeps us motivated to come here on the off weeks that we do. Um, <laughs>
1: that's right. Not nearly often enough, but we both have day jobs. So it's sort of- We do, uh,
0: yeah. we do, we do. Sorry, you not know, no, sorry, right? <laughs> if we got more and and you know people donated to our knights and damehoods, and maybe we yes. can be a little bit more consistent. We'll see.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I want to give a little karma to um, HLC admin for sending in a question, and for PG Kelly for sending in the news article.
0: Oh, you've got sex karma.
1: Damn, Jennifer. I don't even smoke. I feel like I need a oh. cigarette. <laughs> Right. Anyway, so I think I don't know anything else you want to talk about. Are are we good?
0: No, I think I'm
1: good. All right, so let's do a little, uh, little. Well, I'm gonna play. Well, we're gonna hit that good outro music, but before then,
0: smash on. Keep it sexy
1: delorean and sir Hi. spencer are favorites all right i'll yeah. talk to you i'll talk to you soon
0: all right smash one. we Bye. went from
1: several generations of hard-working americans
0: to a bunch of young fucking wussies who live at home with their moms until they're fucking 31 and can't take a punch because they're pussies can't make them get a job, even though they're all in debt And they'll lecture you about being politically correct They're crying and whining, it's gotten pretty scary So here's a song for all the fucking fairies Fuck your feelings No one gives a fuck about your issues, your problems, your shitty fucking luck This generation's fucks, we're a bunch of fucking weaklings So wipe your tears and fuck your fucking feelings That's right, fuck
1: your feelings